nobody's drinking them. It, ma it makes it sometimes it makes it look worse. It's like they don't want to take a drink out. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like just me. What can I help you with? Jim, uh, before the draft, I talked about you kind of lobbying for more bodies at the linebacker position. Are you comfortable right now to you get ready to ramp up? With you know, that? we're happy with the guys we have. Um, I think that's probably a better question for um, for Howie and his staff um, because they're always looking to improve the team. And I think that's the commitment we make to the locker room. That's the commitment we make to the city. That's the commitment we make to the organization that we're always going to try to look to improve. But um, I think we added a couple good players in the offseason, and uh, we've been happy with the progress. There's always going to be times you need more depth. There's always going to be time, things that come up along the way. So, um, you know, as we're out here coaching, those guys are always keeping their eyes on, you know, different opportunities to add to the team. And I think that's the same for, you know, 31 other teams in the NFL also. Jim, when you go back to the OTAs and the mini camps and, and combine all the information that you've taught this group of guys over that time frame compared to other places you've been, how have these guys grasped the information you've given? You know, every, every team's a little bit different. And... Your, your pace is a little bit different because your offense is a little bit different, you know. So, um, you know, I think, I think they've made good progress. I, I wouldn't compare them to any other team. I wouldn't compare them to, you know, any other player. Everybody's going to do it at their own pace. I think the one thing we've kept in mind is, um, you know, the home, the home opener is a long way away. And, and our eye is toward improving every day and, you know, correcting little things, not getting too far ahead of ourselves. So I think the same could be said. We could get a little too far ahead of ourselves if we try to compare them to other guys. But I've been pleased with the effort that the guys have, um, have shown. I've been pleased with their ability to communicate and their ability to pick it up. Um, you know, we're not rocket science now. We're not trying to, we're not trying to uh, you know, reinvent anything. You know, we, want, we want to put guys in good position, um, communicate well, um, play what fits them. All those things are important to us, not, you know, Trying to, you know, set a record for being difficult. Can you tell, though, I mean, you've had so many different defenses over the years. Can you tell at this point, aggregate-wise, what kind of talent level you have? And have you done that before? How many places have been right or wrong you know, at this point of the season? You know, I think that you can, um, you can make mistakes if you do that because, you know, let's be honest, we haven't had pads on yet. You know, and. Um, uh, football's meant to be played with pads and you know you can have a guy in the right position and it look good out here but if he can't make that tackle and scheme didn't mean anything so you know it, it, it's a cliche but it does come down to blocking and tackling and you know those kind of things and that's stuff that you know will be determined over the next six weeks that's the stuff that you know training camp's about Jim what have been your early impressions of Aaron Grimes is there a in your experience, is there any kind of adjustment period for a guy coming from the CFL in that field? Um, you know, I think that from an, uh, from an adjustment period, sometimes it's a little bit easier for the guys. The field's a little bit smaller here. Um, it's a little, there's a little less movement. You know, those guys can run toward the line of scrimmage. More than one guy can be in motion. The field's longer. The field's wider. You know, I'm wouldn't want to call it arena football, but they, they come down here and it's almost like, you know, it's almost like going to arena football. Um, Aaron's a smart player. He's multidimensional. He's played outside. He's played nickel. Um, just because our numbers are low, he's playing a little safety, but that's just because he knows what to do. Um, he's shown uh, he's shown a good 
confident attitude. You know, you can't you can't cover many guys if you're worried about getting beat. And he's had that confidence to go up and uh, and challenge guys. And I think that experience shows the fact that he has played in a professional league and he's a little bit different than most of the other guys that are out here now because they're both they're just off of college. He does have a little more confidence from his professional experience. Jim, Carroll's coming off an injury. How does he look out there as far as being you know, he made good progress through the offseason. Um, you know, he we, we took it slow with him. Again, sort of falling into our same mantras, you know, our game, we, we don't open until September, so we didn't need to rush him. He's a veteran player. He was excellent in the meetings. Um, he was a good mentor for the younger guys. They're always picking his brain. He's a smart player. He had a really good year last year. So, um, you know, we don't want to – we don't want to – get ahead of ourselves with him or, or take him out of his um, his comfort level. But he took a little bit of um, individual at the end of our minicamp and OTAs and actually took a couple team snaps in there, a couple 707. I can't remember which one it was. So he was able to get a little confidence feeling like, hey, I can I can get up to speed. This is important for him now. You know, it's, it's a good opportunity for him to come back before um, you know, the full club gets here just to sort of test it out, see how he's feeling. You know, you, you don't want to judge too much in it. He might need a day here or there. Um, it helps that he's a veteran player. It helps that he's um, experienced. And, um, you know, I think that he's able to make a lot of reps that he's not out there, you know, mental reps, so to speak. Um, he can learn and, and learn vicariously through the other guys. He's done that. Can every 4-3 uh, team will have their ends? Out wide on occasion, you seem to do a little more than most. Why have you gravitated towards towards that type of problem? Uh, a lot of times, it just fits the personnel that we have. Um, you know, I think that we've done with a little different flavor each stop along the way. You know, it looked a little bit different with Javon Curse and Kevin Carter when I was in Tennessee, and it looked a little bit different with Kyle Vandenbosch and Antoine Odom when we got to Detroit. It looked a little different with Cliff Averill. Um, you know, it looked a little different with Ziggy Yonza. Um, Buffalo, it looked a little bit different with Mario Williams and a guy like Jerry Hughes. All those guys have different skill sets, and, um, you know, it's all about trying to put them in a position that, you know, they can execute the scheme. But within the scheme, they can technique-wise execute. I think it's some things that probably fly below the radar from just an alignment standpoint. But there's, there's a lot of differences between what we're doing right now, what we did in Buffalo, what we did in Tennessee or, or of, Detroit. What do you think of the guys that, like Brandon Graham and Vinny Curry who had played in it before, um, and then you have Connor Barman who's kind of been more of a 3-4? Yeah, you know, Connor, did, did, did Connor did a lot of this when he was in Houston early yeah. in his career. Um, and Connor's a smart player. He's multidimensional. I think it fits the guys really well here. And, um, you know, I think if you ask them, um, you know, they'd rather attack than read. Um, it puts us in a little better position to rush the passer. It puts us in a little bit, bit, a little bit better position to, to set hard edges. Um, it's been our philosophy, and I think if you ask offensive coordinators, they would tell you the same thing. Um, if you can get there with four, you have a big advantage on defense. If you have to blitz to get pressure, um, you can be at a disadvantage. The offense could take advantage of you. You know, when you can rush with four, it allows you to blitz on your own terms rather than, geez, we got to get pressure, we have to blitz. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different reasons that we do it. One of what, the biggest is that, you know, we try to match the talent that we have to the techniques that we're asking guys to play. And even here, um, you know, some of the stuff that, um, 
you know, Brandon is doing is a little different than what, what Vinny's doing. You know, I think that's, you know, that, that's, that's up to the, the coaches, and Chris has done a really good job there of trying to tailor package for each guy. Jim, going back to the corner spot, how open is the competition? Obviously, there's questions there. Safety's behind corner. How open is that competition? You know, and even even where it appears as though we're set, we're always looking for good players, and we're always looking for guys that can, um, you know, that can execute the scheme, guys that can make a play within the scheme, guys that can be trustworthy. Um, so we, we try not to go in with any um, any prejudice toward anybody, whether it's an undrafted free agent or a ten-year vet. Um, it's going to be fun to watch the corners compete. We have some guys that can cover. We have some guys that, um, you know, have a great opportunity here. And, um, you know, if, if they'll get up and they'll challenge receivers, like I said before, you know, if you can cover, you can't cover many people if you, if you don't want to challenge guys. You know, I mean, this is God's honest truth. I could I could play the deep ball. I'd get, I'd, I'd get my ass 50 yards deep, and, and you couldn't get one over top of me, but I couldn't cover anything else. You know, so there's a, there's a fine line in there. And um, the fine line is you have to, you know, you obviously have to play the deep ball in this league, but if that's the only thing you're worried about, you're not going to cover anything. And I said, and you, what's that? Um, well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah. Um, but, you know, just with the, the blend of veteran players, you know, a guy like Nolan Carroll, who we talked about, Leotis McKelvin, some young guys that have some opportunities, um, you know, Jalen has done a nice job for a rookie so far, and Ron Brooks is is going to have an opportunity. Um, you guys coming off injury, you know, like like Shep, um, who's been out here. I think it's going to be exciting to watch those guys, and um, you know, if they show if they show the ability to to cover and they show that, you know, that that they will challenge guys, then uh, we'll find use for all of them. What kind of big picture describe your philosophy and defensive approach? Because obviously this is a new staff to a lot of the folks here, fans here in Philadelphia. Can you just describe what you want to accomplish defensively? Um, yeah, that probably takes a lot of time. Um, in a nutshell, we want to allow less points than uh, our offense scores. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, you know, ranking, stats, the only thing that matters in this league is wins and losses. And, you know, I'll take a 42-41 to 41 game. I might not sleep well afterwards, but I'll take it. I'd rather have that than a, you know, than a 7-3 to three game that you, um, that you lose. So uh, we, we keep our eye on that. We want to be an attack defense. We want to put pressure on the quarterback. Um, you know, we want to, like anything, it's, it's very difficult to defend the entire field. So what we're going to try to do is defend, um, you know, defend the, the, the things that are easiest for the offense to capitalize on and try to make them do what is most difficult. And also, we've got to, we've got to be multidimensional enough that we can change from week to week. There might be some weeks we play a lot of eight-man front. We have a good running team. There might be some weeks we play very little eight-man front. Um, we have to have smart enough and multidimensional players enough that, um, you know, that we can, that we can you know, more from week to week, lack of a better, lack of a better term. With this attack defense, um, do, do the linebackers uh, stand to face more, you know, second level uh, blocking from offensive linemen in your scheme, or uh, is, is it really not much different than, than perhaps a two-gap? No, it's a lot different than two-gap, because when, two, when you're playing two-gap, I don't want to get too technical with you guys, but when you're playing two-gap, you're generally building a wall along the front, guys are sort of falling back, 
and linebackers are generally shuffling laterally more because your defensive linemen are going laterally. When you play an attack front up front, your linebackers have to come downhill. They have to plug those holes. Um, we're probably more, you know, we attack in levels, um, and I don't want to bore you guys, but, you know, back when I was playing high school football, the coach would always say, hey, everybody stay in your lane. Everybody stay in your lane. Nobody covers a kick that way in the NFL anymore or college football because one guy's out of his lane, it's gone for a touchdown. You attack in levels. You have guys that are disruptors, guys that attack, you know, the blocks and other guys that play leverage off of them. If we're going to play attack up front, we are, because we won't put those guys in position to be able to rush their passer and play to run on the way to the quarterback. The linebackers have to be tied in. The safeties have to be tied in. There's techniques within that that, um, you know, they need to be able to play off the guys in front. And they need to, when they see a hole, they have to step up and fill. Because like you said, if you don't, if you're lateral, you can create some gaps in there. So if our linebackers are playing well, if our safeties are filling well, you're going to see those guys attacking downhill rather than waiting and catching blocks. Just take two more plays. Is there something you look for in nickel and dime defenders, or are they just like the third or fourth quarterback? No, it's, it's a little different skill set in there. You know, it's a, it's a lot different covering on the outside part of the field than it is the inside. You know, you got to have some miniature linebacker in you. Um, you you got to enjoy the briar patch a little bit. You got to have the courage to throw your body up in there against 240 pound running backs, and you might have to take on a you know a pulling guard from time to time, or you know a tight end. So um, there's a little, and, and a lot of times you're covering in a shorter area. It's very rare that you're getting you know um, the same routes. You're you're not getting the same routes from the slot as you are from outside. So there's a different skill set. Some guys can play both. Some guys can't. Um, you know, so it's our job to determine over the next six weeks, you know, where all the guys fit in that. Jim, uh, Fletcher Cox, obviously phenomenal player, pro bowler. Right now, smack in the middle of his career and his prime. Do you think there's one more level he can take it to where he has the, the chance to be a defensive player of the year kind of guy? Um, you know, I think that his eye should be on, you know, improving every day. And, you know, I mean, those things are for the end of the year. Um, he fits our scheme. Um, I think we'll have some things for him that'll fit him well. Um, he's a tough matchup. Um, he's he's tough matchup versus guards. He's tough matchup versus some tackles. You know, and, and I like some of the stuff that um, you know that they did with him here last year. Moved him around a little bit. Um, you know, they're all going to know what number he wears. So it's, sometimes it's hard to find him. But you know, it's our job to create some matchups for him. Um, he's he's very skilled. There. He's a good run player. He's got great hands. Um, and, you know, I've said this before, he was drafted for a scheme similar to this. So it'll be good to get him back to that and really see um, what he can do. We expect great things from him.